so I'm back. I know I said on my last podcast that, you know, I got a new job and that I would be, well, I can't even, (laughs) I can't even, like, speak like I used to, but I'm going to try to, like, give it my best. It's been such a long time, but it's tizzy time. What's up, y'all? Um, it's just been a last, a last rough it's just been a rough last couple of weeks. Um, just so many things. Life has been rough and tough. No Afro puff. <laughs> but, you know, just trying to get through it. And fun fact, they don't tell you how hard life is. You just get thrown into the game and you're supposed to know how to, like, play. Even though you don't know what control does. You don't know what circle does you don't know what triangle does or square but you know x is to walk so i mean it's rough but that's basically my topic of discussion today on the shantizzy podcast life and its stipulations and what they don't tell you about it how it could be rough for some and you know easy for others and how basically some tips and some gems I use to get through it by the day and what helps me wake up in the morning even though the night before you know I had trouble going to sleep um but basically a little like oh and also I'm gonna do a story time because it kind of like colludes with like how life has been going it's like three story times at one so I'll start off with this. So work has been rough. Um, Just trying to get into the swing of things. I've never had a position um, before where I was like a manager or someone of authority. Um, I'm used to being like either like an associate or like a colleague. But now I'm a manager and it's harder than I thought it would be. Um, Just trying to bring my personality and my skills and my assets to this role and it's harder than what most people would think. I mean, I'm not like a, a manager at like Goldman Sachs, but like I'm a manager and it's still like a little rough to like basically input everything I learned in the field of communication into a job like this. So I'm just trying to basically bring them together into one kind of like role um initially I accepted this job because you know needed some money and I wanted to like at least you know get my foot wet in like corporate but I gave myself a year or two to really jump back in my field and also like not saying that I gave up on my field but just two years to like definitively tell myself like you're not gonna be here anymore Um, what sucks about this job, I must say, is like, not that it makes me forget my dream, but it kind of makes it hard to still pursue my goals when I have to give three quarters to a full of myself, three quarters to a full of myself, but like three quarters to basically my entire self 
to this role. So, like, when I'm off, I'm either sleep. I have no momentum to go to the gym. I don't even feel like recording my podcast. I keep making empty promises, like, oh, it'll be out on Monday. It'll be out on this day. But realistically, I get home and I, like, collapse because once I leave my job, I'm sleeping for three hours to go right back to my job. So it's just trying to get into the swing of things and trying to, like, basically understand where I'm going. Um, You know, honestly, I was watching Moana today, and, like, it kind of, I know Moana, I need to grow up, but it kind of gave me, like, uh. A, like basically a, like a wake up call um what's so funny is that like you see all the time in disney movies the protagonist goes through all these goals and all these i mean goals all these try like try trials yes i was gonna say triumphs go through all these trials and you don't even realize that they went through so much because all you're worrying about is are they going to fulfill their destiny at the end? And I feel like me as a person, I should take a step back and cherish each mission the person goes through before I rush to worry about if they made it to the end. And I feel like that's a definitely a gem on life. I feel like we as people should realize like, the journey is greater than the prize and the journey just makes the prize that much more fulfilling. So be like Moana, basically go through all your trials, be frustrated, be sad, feel like you want to give up time and time again, but think about the great reward at the end of the road. And that's what's really keeping me through like, They always say, if you want to make God laugh, tell him a plan about your life. And I feel like God is like Bernie Mac laughing at me because (laughs) I have no clue what I'm doing. And that's okay. Like, we live in a society of like... It's not genuine. A person who works hard for what they want it's not going to get it in two seconds. Ask anybody. Ask even ask Bill Gates. Ask anybody. Even ask these celebrities, like these instant celebs who became famous. They're not showing you the trials they went through. They're not showing you the sleepless nights or the tears or them getting kicked out or them having to find a new like outlet for what their goal is. But you see the new car they bought. You see that they just bought a new house, you see that she looks pretty every day when she wakes up, or he looks fly every day he wakes up, but they're not telling you the rest of the stipulations of what comes with success, and I feel like, me personally, it's not genuine if there's no struggle, because success is not a straight road, and that's also what they don't tell you, like, I'm fortunate enough to have parents and people in my corner who are really genuine with me you know and they'll be like it's not gonna go this way it's not gonna go that way nothing comes overnight but me as a person who not only factors in social media but as a person who studied this field of communication and the climate of communication right now and to still be easily fooled at what instant gratification is after countless research and countless 
uh, you know, reviews of documents that show the shift in communication climate, I still am a person who falls victim to instant gratification. And I feel like realistically, we as people and we as millennials or whatever they want to call us, we have to realize this society is foundation is built on hard work. I know it may not seem like it now, but even the little social media debates about what should be changed or gender preferences or which celebrity should be go to jail now for their words 10 years ago, that's still a fight and that's still something that you're doing in order to make change. And I feel as though, why don't we apply the same thing within our own personal lives? You know what I mean? Why do we sit there and fight so hard for change within the world but not change within ourselves because in order to make change for the world you do have to have some aspect of change within yourself but not to ramble on um story time so besides being super busy with work and like all of that honestly I called out today and I felt so guilty. And it reminds me of the post, like, why do we feel so guilty about, like, calling out of work to do, you know, pursue other ideals or when we're sick, like, the job will replace us in a heartbeat. And it's so true, but I was feeling very ill today. And I don't know if you guys can hear it in my voice, but I was feeling really ill. And ultimately, I decided to call out. But I still felt guilty. But this is another gem. Don't feel guilty for taking care of yourself first. Because honestly, jobs will replace you in a heartbeat. If you're an investor, say here condoning taking off days, one day a month. or But when you're really not feeling ill, I mean, when you're really feeling ill, you're not feeling like yourself, either mentally or physically, I feel like you should be allowed a day in any aspect. Don't let your company make you feel guilty for taking care of yourself first because you only have one life you never only have one job remember that um but moving along remember how my last podcast I was telling y'all like life was so great and this and that and life seemed to be working out this way lies it was all a lie in my Carly Red voice it was all a lie uh, um life has been real trivial like, when it's high, it's high, but when it's low, it's, like, super low. And, like, I feel like I'm in a portion of my life right now where I take two steps to be kicked 30 steps back. And it's irritating, but I always pray every night and I ask God, I say, you know, I don't know what I did to make you mad at me, but I'm sorry and... I just want you to guide me because I'm feeling lost. And like I said earlier, it's okay to feel lost. Like, people may shame you, may laugh at you for feeling lost, but nine times out of ten, they're feeling lost too. Because any person who's realistic and who's genuine enough to really sit there and be like, I don't know what I'm doing in my life. I don't know what's going on. I'm not in my career. I'm not on my path. What should I do, God? Is a person who I can literally bond with. Because, same, like, I'm nowhere in where I want to be. I want a TV show. I want to be the first lady of late night television. And in all honesty, at 23, I must be honest and say I'm not even 10% of where I need to be. But then again, who knows if not, if that I'm not. This could all be a building block to where I want to be. 
And honestly, even if I don't get a TV show at this point, like, it is what it is. I just want to be on a path that God has for me and a path that will ultimately lead to my success. And who knows, maybe me wanting this TV show, it may not lead to my success. It may lead to my demise. And God knows that. So that's why he's straying me from it. But like, like I said, you want to tell God about your plan in life, he'll laugh at you. So I've just trying, been trying to be very glass half full, very, what's the word? Uh, not whatchamacallit. What is the word? Uh, uh, opposite. usually very realistic and I am very keen to when it comes to realistic ideals or realistic situations I can tell when a situation only has a realistic point of view but I'm never too happy or I'm never too sad about a situation and that's why I feel like life is a little bit more easy to handle because Pre-master's degree, pre-bachelor's, when I was in college, I was very optimistic about my path in life and what I was going to do and what my future was going to be like, and there was nothing that was going to ruin that. And then I had the situation with, I mean, I had, you know, realistic, real-life issues in school my first year of my master's degree. Well, honestly, my whole two years of my master's, I was going through it all, but Realistically, once I enter my grad school tenure, that's when I began to take on a realistic standpoint and a realistic point of view because everybody's optimistic until life hits them. And real, like when life really hits you, I feel like that optimism, no matter how hard you try to keep on that front, is just like a facade. You, you're never really optimistic in any situation for too long and unfortunately that's the person I've become but me not becoming being optimistic about every situation has led me to not well basically has led me to be you know very it has led to less disappointments I just hit the mic less disappointments let's say that but, yeah, and then also on the last podcast, I was talking about, like, how I was talking to some guy, and I thought I was in love, yeah, lies, lies too. <laughs> that story time, if y'all want to hear about that, y'all going to have to pay for that, because that's not a free story, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've just been also high-key taking a break from guys, like, Till Kevin Durant proposes to me, I think I'm good off of men. Because honestly, not to be rude to men and place you in a box, but a lot of y'all have nothing to offer. Y'all don't go to school. Y'all don't vacation. And the ones who do vacation and go to school, they're my friends. So, like, <laughs> it's unfortunate. But the rest of y'all, y'all just drink every weekend in the spot, get high, go to your man's crib, get a section at Le Souk, for your birthday. Uh, let me stop. I'm calling out mad people I know. <laughs> you know, and just do nothing. Like, but not to, like, diminish you or demean you or be like, oh, you're not doing nothing. But, 
you're not doing anything. <laughs> so I'm good off of that. I've also been taking a lot of me time. Um, I, I've been meditating since um, I've been 20, but I've also been really taking time to take breaks within a day, 10 minutes, if not 10 minutes, up to like a half an hour, 40 minutes. I'm pretty good. I meditate like four times a day, even if it's in my car, in my room before I go to bed, um, sneaking over to my office and working, meditating, um, any aspect, anything, any time I could get meditation in, I'm meditating because... If I don't have some peace and sanity in my personal, you know, in my inner core and in my personal life, how can I sit there and bring peace and joy and prosperity into other people's lives? You know what I mean? And honestly, toxic, tox, toxicity, I don't even know how to pronounce that word. I too cannot pronounce words. Toxicity. I'll say toxicity. Toxicity is a real disease, and a lot of people don't even realize they have it, but they're so negative within their real lives, their, their, not real lives, but their own lives, that they don't realize that they're passing that on to people when looking for positivity. So you as a person honestly cannot get positivity if you're not positive. Like, that's just not how the universe manifests. Energy is very real. And, yeah, if you're not a person who doesn't want to, you know, branch out and find your happiness, well, find your happiness within yourself, you'll never find a person who has their own happiness, and I've just been also trying to be around more positive people, I was around a lot of toxicity, um, couple months ago as as early as a couple months ago and as late as maybe like two years ago a year ago and honestly being surrounded by all that toxicity and a long amount of time can really change your mindset and I felt like when I was around all these toxic people my mindset became toxic I became I became more angry I would be judging people a lot more I would want to fight I would think I'm better than people I honestly took on like a kind of narcissistic approach um and I didn't like the way that felt I didn't like demeaning people because what did I have even to this day me as a person like a lot of people don't notice about me, but like, even though I share my accomplishments or I may come off as this person who is very established, realistically, I'm not. I'm 23. I, you know, had a car, but <laughs> um, I have my flaws too. And I shouldn't judge people realistically knowing that they could turn around and do the same thing. Like, so what I have three degrees, so what I know what I want in life, so what I'm goal-oriented, so what I vacation. There's people out there doing ten times better than me, and who's to say they can't judge me, you know? Or people who's doing ten times worse than me, who's to say they can't judge me, you know what I'm saying? Who's to say I can only feel a way about a certain set of people judging me versus another set? To be judged is demeaning from any audience, so... Being around that negativity really, you know, took a toll on me. 
and it began to affect my mood, my mindset, my thoughts, just me as a person. And I didn't like who I was becoming, so piece by piece, I began cutting it off. And what's so funny, too, is I told Lucy yesterday, hey, Lucy, um, I was telling her, like, it was so crazy because six, seven weeks ago, I really was in a place in life where I thought, A, I was okay, B, well, I thought I was okay, realistically, I wasn't, B, I thought I was talking to a person I realistically saw myself with, which I didn't, I was just very, like, clouded judgment, and C, I wasn't feeling my, did I say one, two, and C, I don't even remember, but third point of it all, I was feeling like a person who wasn't they self, I wasn't feeling like myself, since, honestly, since after the surgery, but I basically plan to get back to my old self because I'm a confident person. And like I said earlier, six weeks ago, I wasn't confident. I wasn't feeling like Chantel. I was feeling like this person who was in Chantel's body that wasn't Chantel. And honestly, you shouldn't want to get like that where you disattach from who you are. And that's what I felt like happened after surgery. I didn't feel like myself. So I decided to get back to myself. I mean, I'm still in the process of trying to find out who I am and what my purpose is, but I'm closer today than I was six months ago or six weeks ago or six minutes ago, and I'm appreciative of that. So honestly, life is what people don't tell you is it's really challenging. You go through so many storms. But like I said, watching Moana today and, excuse me, watching any other Disney movies in the future, the main message is you're going to go through a storm, each storm worse than the next. But think about the end result. Moana went through not only losing her grandmother, but being shunned off the island by her father she got basically locked by Maui in the cave or whatever when she got to the island. Had to defeat the Kakamora. Had to defeat the Shining Crab. Had to defeat the Fire Dragon twice. The first time Maui had left her. But then she had to... And sorry if I'm like ruining it for people who haven't seen Moana. If you haven't seen Moana, grow up and watch the movie. But <laughs> she had to defeat the Fire Monster twice, who was low-key to... Teka, yeah, she had to defeat Teka twice, but wind up finding out it was Tefiti hidden behind Teka, and she eventually accomplished her goal, her goal, and was, you know, brought back into her family, made her grandmother proud, became cool with Maui, and became like this whole like emperor of the sea or whatever. But like, do you? Let's ask a question. Do you think if Moana knew all the challenges she was gonna go through? to become this big emperor of the sea or this life-saving princess that she would have went on this journey if she knew she had to lose her grandmother or fight, lose her father's love or do any of these things, do you think she would go through it? And I think that's a question for everybody because me personally, if God sat down with me, he would say, you will lose half your thyroid. You will get into a car accident. You'll be in a job in a in your field that in a field you don't want, but at the end of the day you'll be this person. You'll go through many other challenges, which I'm not sure 
what they are yet, but you're going to go through all this stuff, but in the end, you're going to get your TV show. If he told me this before I went through the stuff, do you think ultimately I would be like, yeah, let me go through all this stuff? As much as it sounds like I would, I wouldn't because like the trials and tribulation and the pain that came with it is something that's what I wouldn't want anybody to go to go through no matter the end result. And I'm tearing up, but it's true. I know a lot of people think that, but I wouldn't. The answer is no. <laughs> but since I went through it now, if he asked me the question, I would say yes, because I know that I'm strong enough to overcome all these obstacles and continue to fight or continue to, you know, continue on my journey to what my end goal is. And that's a gem I also want to leave you with, too. If you have to question why you're going through certain storms or if you have to ask yourself, why me? Then I feel like, in my eyes, you're doing very good, friend. Because God gives his hardest, hardest battles to his strongest soldiers. And I know many people may not think that. Even me, I was one of the people like, why do good things, I mean, bad things happen to good people? Like, why God wouldn't put me through this if, you know, he, honestly, if he really loved me. That's That was my mindset when I first went through my storm and everything. But now I know that, yes, like, you know, it's for a reason. It's meant to happen because I'm a strong person. I'm a fighter. I'm not, I don't give up easily. And also, still haven't finished my thesis, but <laughs> still have not. But we're working on it, honestly. It's it's been a rough couple of months, and realistic realistically, if I'm being very like transparent, it's been rough. But we're gonna get through it. We always do. Um, what else was I gonna say? Um, I know I said a story time, but like. My stories are not that interesting. They're interesting, but they're, like, not. I feel like it's something else that happened that is interesting. No, not really. My life is pretty boring. I work and come home. There's been no oomph. <laughs> I miss college. Nah, but um, that's ultimately it. Um, Yeah, and if you have any gems or any, like, quotes or stories or any like things that help you get through your everyday I love to hear them especially after this episode because like I know I'm not the only one going through a storm I know I'm not the only one who's transparent who can be transparent excuse me about what's going on in a life but I mean it doesn't hurt to realistically say I'm effing up in life I don't feel like I'm on the right path, God, I need your help. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's another thing within this generation, with the society. We forget to thank God good. We forget to thank God bad. We forget to thank God medium. Like, we're so ashamed to thank God or ask God for guidance. There's nothing wrong with thanking God or there's nothing wrong with asking for God, for God's assistance. Like, 
if you don't believe, you know, that's on you. I'm not a person who will sit there and be like, how can you not? Because people have beliefs, they have different upbringings and, you know, trials and tribulations that they went through that they feel like God may not be the answer, but I know he's the answer for me. So whenever I feel like a situation is too rough or too endearing or too, I don't even think endearing is the word, too, like, too rough or too bewildering or too, like, you know, basically weird or it's not what you, well, no, but I'm pretty sure if your life is going the way you want it right now, every aspect, give me a call and, like, come touch my spirit because I need to be around you. But realistically, I'm sure that 90% of us, we're just doing things to get by or doing things to keep us uplifted or keep us, you know, from going insane. And honestly, that's okay. But thank God that you're not homeless. Thank God that you have food on your table. Thank God that you're able to come home to a loving family. Thank God that you're not in this because it, it could always be worse. Now, I'm a, a, a firm believer on, you know, cry about your situation if it affects you, you know, like, my mom, I'll always be sad or in a, a funky situation, I'll be upset, and she'll be like, well, it could be worse, be thankful that you're not in a hospital bed, and all of that, and I'm a person who says, you know, thank God I'm not, but, you know, I'm allowed to be sad about my current situation, you know, and I feel like that's true, no, I'm not doing worse than what I am, but let me be sad about how I am right now, and I'm a firm believer in that, you know what I'm saying, like, Yes, I may not have cancer, knock on wood. Yes, I may not be in a hospital with two weeks to live. Yes, I may not have just died in a car accident. All of these factors. But if I want to be sad because I stubbed my pinky toe, I want to be sad because I got yelled at at work, or I want to be sad because I lost my favorite earring, I'm allowed to be sad about that. Let people be allowed to express their emotion. You know what I'm saying? That's a part of life. Some may be more overreactive than others. Some may be more subtle than others. But at the end of the day, let people feel. We're humans. We're allowed to feel. We're allowed to have emotions. It it doesn't, it's not, you know, bad or wrong to want to be hurt. It's not bad or wrong to want to be happy. It's not bad or wrong to feel sad. Now, it's bad or wrong, to, be, in my opinion, to be nonchalant. Because a person who puts on a facade, because I feel like acting nonchalant is a facade. Because if a person says they don't care, they truly care. Because a person don't, who doesn't, the ice maker, a person who doesn't care is not even going to comment or have any words on the situation. And honestly, they may not have words or, words or comments about the situation in person. But you never know how that person is going home and how they're feeling. And I feel like you should be able to be open with how you feel. And honestly, if you can't be around, I mean, if you can't be open to how you feel, get around people who will allow you to be open and show you how they feel. Because I feel like it's nothing wrong with being open and showing how you feel. Um, and that's coming from an Aries. We are the most ah-effort type of people, too. And I'm still saying you should be able to feel. So if somebody broke your heart, feel if somebody hurt your feelings feel if you just want to be angry because it's thursday at 10 11 then feel you're allowed to and that's another thing that society has been doing been being real tone deaf and very you know nasty about how other people feel 
people are allowed to feel how they want. Even if it's 1% of people, if it's 100% of people, people should be allowed to feel how they feel. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. Life is, everyday life is a, a fight. And every day I go in with my boxing gloves. Either it be a win, either it be a lose, either if it be a draw. Just know that I went in every day fighting. And I feel like everybody should take that approach. Some days will be better than others. Some days will be worse than others. But at the end of the day, it's life. You only get one. So really take that into perspective and cherish it. So that's, I feel like that's a good note to end. This is usually, well, this is a shorter podcast than what I've been doing, but I just have to really get back into the swing of things. <laughs> Recording this, I was, I was just rambling at parts, but hopefully it like sticks and it like, you know, hits people and people can basically like, you know, be able to relate to it. But yeah, um, my next show is honestly, I really don't know when. It was supposed to be tomorrow. I was supposed to have like um, a few um, up and coming artists be on a panel. Um, but I was supposed to have Cages, Reek Hav, and Kenny G. Um, oh, that was not Kenny G. Kenny G. <laughs> Kenny AP. I'm sorry. Um, but I don't even know how I'm going to record that without being in like a sit down setting. Um, but that's basically my next podcast, a panel with up-and-coming artists, um, any aspect or any up-and-coming. Oh, and I'm also supposed to have my cousin, Tiara. She's supposed to come on and basically discuss her art. Um, but like I said, always down for people to be on a podcast. But my next one will be a panel of creatives. Then after that, I want to have a panel with... Um, basically all women, uh, you know, basically do like a story time type of podcast about like first loves or first bad experiences with men or just something like a fun, you know, podcast. And then I want to do a panel with, you know, business owners or those who want to get their foot in the door within business spectrum. Um, just, you know, trying to figure out everybody's, you know, path in there future roles and how they plan to, you know, basically not initiate, but I forgot the word. There's so many words in my head. Like when I try to use big words, it's like 10 and I'm coming to man at a time. <laughs> but basically how they're going to like implicate it. That's the word. Implicate their, you know, their talent into life, into, you know, pushing it into a success story. So that'll be my next podcast. I'm kind of excited for that one. Hopefully somebody spits a a hot 16 let me get like the little but yeah anyway stay tuned thank you for continuously listening thank you for continuously adding your feedback and continuously you know honestly a lot of people (laughs) over the past couple weeks have been complimenting me on my voice how it's very soothing or how they love listening to me rant for 40 minutes or whatever or just basically asking when the podcast will come back. I really do appreciate y'all. I've just been really under the weather and really taking a moment back for myself. But maybe, you know, me starting this process, even though it's three days later, big procrastinator, it'll give me some, you know, basically some, what's the word? Not influence, but give me some creative juices and give me some, maybe push, basically put the fire under my butt to 
continue on whatever else I had to do and, you know, finally get my damn degree. Suiko's holding it hostage for three damn credits. Like, just give me my diploma. Oh, no, diploma's high school. Give me my degree. <laughs> but that's basically it, yeah. <laughs> Please tell me what you think, too. And honestly, I know Stephanie's going to kick me in the face, but she's still asking for these damn shirts. They're coming, I promise, I promise, I promise, I promise. Now I got a job. So if I do have to spend an additional two, $300 for only 10, 15 people buy shirts, I'll just keep the rest and sell them. But Rachel, you can still know, listen to your favorite podcast, get back support. We love the Shantasy Podcast. Number one on Apple iTunes, June 2020. My life I cannot see all that goofy shit Stepped in the game just to be the ball So much money, don't know what to do with it My niggas making the Rugas flip to the Glock You making a fool of it We got the cash, we got the bag Me and my niggas, we too legit If it ain't the money, then I'm Ray Charles I cannot see all that goofy shit Stepped in the game just to be the ball So much money, don't know what to do with it My niggas making the Rugas flip to the Glock You making a fool of it We got the cash, we got the bag Me and my niggas, we too legit we get the cash, we got the bag, me and my niggas be too legit. Step in the spot, finesse everything. That is your brother, she doing dicks. Call her tricks because she doing tricks. That bitch is if you stay in the mix. Said she keep it lady while swinging six. No ocean is nigga still stacking bricks. Your girl trying to fuck, but I'm dubbing it. Pull up the Jenny to blunt with it. No ice, we ain't on that summer shit. White tee had a switch to another fit. Drop top had a switch to another whip. New week had a switch to another bitch. Don't like me, these come loving it. Not past that too, I'm done with it. I'm not greedy, I split the chips. All of my niggas is with the shits. What's the process? I'ma get the shit. Ain't no contest, I'ma win the shit My niggas legit, my niggas official My niggas be popping and wild out Don't act like a super creep, don't move too foolish See something funny, then the choppers out I dug on our ass, I feed the beef Who can show me what the bag like? I love making money, y'all running the streets Put something that hood nigga fast life Just pop your perky and stay with them zans You looking real close to the crack pipe Drill out of the pack, honey bourbon rap I'm facing those tough on them damn sight If it ain't the money, then I'm Ray Charles I cannot see all that goofy shit Except in the game, just to be the ball So much money, don't know what to do with it My niggas making a Ruger slip Tell the Glock, you making a fool we got the cash, we got the bag, me and my niggas be too legit If it ain't the money, then I'm Ray Charles I cannot see all that goofy shit Except in the game, just to be the ball So much money, don't know what to do with it My niggas making the Ruger flip to the Glock You making a fool of it We got the cash, we got the bag, me and my niggas be too legit On the book straight, capping and captions Say you got bread, speaking in the past tense Move the work from the front to the back end Live in the movie, lights, camera, actions Hit the bank about six times a week OG1's got bread on my feet Paving the way, cause gang gotta eat Ain't no rest when I die, I can sleep Buy all the fly fashion shit, I'm chasing it back, but the money, I'm passionate, on me bro while I'm taxing it, fucked only a bitch, she told me she absent it, they call me the man of the hour, I feel like the man with the power, up top looking down from my tower, all the clubs you see is a sour, my niggas are fishing no CNC, no off brands, we rock D&G, we bout to blow up, TNT, don't care for distractions, D&D, eyes on the prize, I got tunnel vision, you want some racks, I want some millions, we're not the same, see there's a difference, your shit confirming, I get the shipment, cages.